0: Oh, shit, guys. What's up, guys? Yay! Thank you guys for waiting. We have a lot of you here, so I appreciate you bearing with us. Uh, if you've been here before, it's a little bit different. It's not a comedy show. I'm going to bring Joey up. He's going to talk to you. He's going to bring me up. And then we have a couple of really special guests who I can't thank enough for being here. So let's get it started. It's Joey Coco Diaz. <laughs>
1: What's happening? What's happening? Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for coming up tonight. You know, we do this podcast once a month, like a live podcast, just to give you a different fucking patois. You know what I'm saying? You're out of the house. It's when we're like a little family. We lock the door now. We lock this motherfucker. It's all over. Remember the Bronx Tale? Remember that when Sunday came back? Now you can't leave. Remember that shit? And the bikers all shit their fucking pants. Trust me, they all shit their fucking pants. They locked that. Now you can't leave. What the fuck? <laughs> so I'm happy you came out from the bottom of my heart. These things are fucking fun. In the corner, if you got a fart, hold it in, because <laughs> you'll kill that motherfucking area right there. They'll be sitting there. They can't breathe. They can't laugh. You ever had that? It's like going into the men's bathroom at the airport, like early in the morning when you're pissing. You can't take that tornado of ass. <laughs> I swear to God, walk into the men's bathroom, well, not you ladies, fuck, you got your own fucking problems. But a men's bathroom, you walk in there in a good mood, you're flying, you're going to fucking Akron, Ohio for the weekend, the state fair is there, shit's crack-a-lacking, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna get to eat some popcorn with white people with a little hat and a propeller. And all of a sudden, you walk into the airport and you walk into the men's bathroom and it's like, 22 asses that get into like a, tw- like, what do you call it? Like hurricane fucking debt. And it just spins around. Hurricane asshole. And there you are trying to pee and it hits you and you can't breathe. It takes the hot air right out of you. You're holding your breath. You say, fuck washing my hands. I'm going out there with commando dick. Fuck it. You ever shake somebody's hand and you know you just had your dick in your hand and you, and you kind of giggle like you giggle inside. You don't give a fuck. Fuck it, I did that to a priest one time. Fuck <laughs> that <laughs> I was scratching my balls in church when I was kneeling down. Sometimes that's when you gotta scratch sometimes. It's seven in the morning, you got an itch, you know what I'm saying? So I put my hand in my pants and tried to scratch, and I'm like, I don't have any water. There's no water at church, only the holy water. And then I, I ate the cookie, and afterward, I shook his hand, and I didn't think, trust me, I didn't do it on purpose. As I was shaking his hand, I remember I'm giving him ball hands. <laughs> I hope he don't scratch his balls with that hand, because then, you know,
2: <laughs>
1: whatever. I know half of you is a Catholic. You're like, Joey, what the fuck? It's true. You know, it could have been anybody. Sometimes you just scratch your hand. You people do it. You do it sometimes. You were walk into places, no paper towels. You go, fuck it, I'm not gonna wash my hands. And you go out and you're hugging motherfuckers all night, wiping your fucking dick on their back and shit. <laughs> Cause we're men, we're supposed to do that shit. You know, it's amazing what it's 2013. The positiveness, correct of mankind, what it is at this level. You can't say nothing no more. You can't say you don't want to do this. Think of fucking a caveman. Think if there was a Mexican caveman. What this mother? <laughs> think about it. if you're Mexican. Think of a. You've been to your family reunions and you've sat there and said, "What? How are these people related <laughs> to me? How are they related to me?" This motherfucker cannot be related to me. But then you think about the evolution. Like, there was cavemen in Mexico. Think of how they thought. But you can't think like that because people say you're fucked up. You ever get on a plane and you're sitting there and you see a fat wife come on with like eight donuts, like a donut in each fucking finger? I'm talking to you, people, from the heart here. I see it all the time, like a, a wife, with like a fucking McDonald's super deluxe soda, like three fucking yum yum donuts you know in her With shorts, she's 5'8, you can see she has a pretty face, but everything just blew up to pieces. And then the husband's behind him, he's all skinny. He's got the kid here bouncing him, he's got the carrots, he's like a fucking slave. Look at that motherfucker's face. Tell me that's what his life ambition was to be on a plane with fucking milkshake. <laughs> Carrying the baby. No, it wasn't supposed to be like that. If you go back to old Mexico, it was a fat Mexican dude naked and shit. And she's got eight kids and he's just whipping the bitch. Fuck it. Why? Why right that way? Tell me I'm bullshitting you. <laughs> Tell me I'm fucking bullshitting you. <laughs> what the fuck. You gotta start thinking, you know, we, we got bullies now. What the fuck is a bully? How can you go home and tell your mom I got bullied? How can, this is 2013, this. How you guys doing, all right? Thank you for coming in. (laughs) Bad motherfucker, what's happening, baby? Everything all right? Look at you guys, eating the fries tonight. You're going overboard tonight. (laughs) Don't let Lee see those fucking things. He
2: has,
1: (laughs) Lee hasn't seen a French fry in three months. He's ready to choke a bitch. I drove past McDonald's with Lee about a month ago. He had like a mask and like a stocking and shit. Lee's ready to fucking snack. (laughs) (laughs) Lee'll take a McDonald's down solo. I can't wait. One day I'm gonna be sitting helicopters and shit. (laughs) We're going to Sherman Oaks, hold on. (laughs) Lee's got a fucking McDonald's fucking held captive with a Rambo bazooka shooting everybody. Where's the fucking egg white fucking? (laughs) You like those egg white fucking McMuffins, don't you, cocksucker? I love them. (laughs) I go there once a week on Thursday mornings. I get up. I don't have the podcast. I have the podcast Monday and Wednesday. So Thursday, I do do breakfast with the wife and the kid. And I'll say, honey, I'm going to run. I wash my pussy about 6.15 I shoot over there. (laughs) and I go over to like a fucking real hardcore McDonald's. People are lingering out there. Thank you for coughing, sir. Tremendous, right in my fucking face. (laughs) Thank God I'm taking Shroom Tech Immune, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Fuck it, I don't care if you cough, I don't give a fuck. That means you're a real deal. Fuck these pussies. (laughs) I did cardio today, I didn't, I only smoke a vapor. Go fuck yourself, you fucking (laughs) faggot fucking cocksuckers. You gotta come in here and smoke papers, everything. I don't give a fuck. But I'm happy from the bottom of my heart. And half of you is a is stoned right now, aren't you? Like, half of is fucking. That's what I love about you. Like, this, listen, guys, I'm 50 years old, I'm telling you. All that other shit is bullshit. When I talk about drugs and all that, yeah, it was a good time then, snorting coke and eating a pill and eating Lucy Snorbush's pussy, but listen, that's not what it's all about. The best times of my life of fucking getting, getting $25 worth of weed with three motherfuckers, <laughs> looking at everybody and going, we ain't going home to the is gone." <laughs> Rolling eight joints and putting on Led Zeppelin II and breaking it down. You know what I'm saying? Breaking it down. Like, put it back. Put it back one more time. Did you hear the cowbell? Did you hear the fucking cowbell? I heard a fucking cowbell, cocksucker. Coming to the stage, my brother, the baddest fucking producer out there, the flying Jew, Mr. Lee Syed.
0: What's up, brother? Who eats egg whites at McDonald's? You no. do, cocksucker. No, if I, if I was going to go there, I'd go all out get the fucking disc egg, whatever Listen, that is. Sit down.
1: Anyway. McDonald's has an egg white fucking sandwich. Everybody, got, you know, everybody wants to get healthy. Everyone say, you ever have an egg white that tastes like dick? <laughs> All right? If you ain't eating the yolk, go fuck your mother. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't eating the yolk, I don't know. Yeah, Listen, when I was a kid, that was the first time I discovered breaking the yolk with a piece of Italian bread, look, you got a piece of Italian bread this big, right? I say 18 <laughs> That's inches. a loaf. That's on Shut a piece. Shut up, cocksucker. <laughs> 18 inches, and you take a whole stick of hotel bar butter, not a little tub because you're worried about your heart and you break that stick into that Italian bread, however, it's like two inches in, in, in a flat of just butter. You cut that motherfucking half, you have your mom make you a pound of bacon and three fucking eggs. And you take that Italian bread and break it in the fucking yolk. You understand me? People don't know. That's what life is all about. Then you you try to get healthy later on. You can't do that no more. And and what do you drink? Fuck orange juice, a 64-ounce Coke with a big thing of ice cubes, like a soldier, right or wrong? You're fucking sweating as you're eating it and shit. That's what breakfast is like now. I gotta eat special caves, and I gotta eat fruit and fucking yogurt. You think cavemen eat fruit and fucking yogurt? Fuck no, they ate like a leg and shit like that. <laughs> what do you eat for
0: breakfast, Lee? I, I usually don't eat breakfast. This is what I'm talking about. This I can't. <laughs> how, how the fuck aren't you hungry in the morning when you wake no, up? No, I gotta I gotta be at work at 9:30, and that means I have to leave at 8 in the morning. So I fucking I wake up and I leave. I shower the night. Before you don't night. eat nothing. I can't.
1: Like you don't listen, let's let's be honest with ourselves, okay? There's people who are thin, and there's people who are a little on the thick side. I'm on the thick side. Lee's a little yeah. on the thick side. People on the thick side, we motivate ourselves with food.
0: Absolutely. Like
1: as I'm falling asleep at night, right? Like as I'm watching whatever at night, I gotta go to bed. And right before I get up to go to bed, I gotta motivate myself. So I'll say to myself, hmm. <laughs> the quicker I get up and go to bed, the quicker I wake up and I could go to fucking Mimi's <laughs> and kill that number fucking 11, steak and eggs like a motherfucker with two pieces of bread and bacon and the whole... That's what motivates me to go to bed and sleep, is to wake up. Because I know when I wake up, I'm gonna roll out of bed, I'm gonna pee. All right? I'm gonna fucking feed the cats. I'm gonna press the button. Coffee's gonna shoot out. I'm gonna put that cancer sugar in it. Then I'm going to go in my bedroom and I'm going to roll a fucking joint as I'm putting mo- movie on on Twitter. I don't give a fuck, guys. If it's 4.55 and that's the time I get up and the coffee's made, as I'm opening up the computer, the laptop, and I'm pressing in my code of debt,
2: <laughs>
1: and I put YouTube on, I'm rolling that fucking number. Whatever music I wake up to and I'm going to the bathroom, as I'm peeing... As I'm peeing, whatever I hear, that's the first song you motherfuckers are gonna hear on Twitter. I don't give a fuck what the fuck it is. And right there's when I start my morning. I blast that number out, and right there as I'm blasting that number, I'm thinking how I'm gonna eat the bacon, like with my finger up Like do I eat it Sinatra style, or like a half a fag with my hand all the way back? Like fuck the cause, Jr. girl. I'll teach you how to eat bacon like it's a fucking dick. You understand? (laughs) What do you think? Aren't you excited when you wake up in the morning? Because you know you're going to fucking eat something?
0: It's more for me. It's for like when I'm driving home. Like I'm like, oh shit, I have to be on the 405 for an hour. I'm like, fuck, I'll have Chinese food when I get home. It's like that's how when I do it. I don't do it when I wake up. I've, I've never been a big breakfast guy, which is part of the problem, but. So when you get on the 405, that's when you realize, fuck. Yeah, and, like, if I was gonna fuck, uh, like, uh, rob any fast food, it wouldn't be McDonald's, it'd be Wendy's. I would fucking destroy, I'd blow up a Wendy's.
1: (laughs) All right. Let's pretend you broke into a fucking Wendy's. What would you...
0: Spicy chicken sandwich. How many? (laughs) 18, I don't know.
1: And that's it, no fries, no chilies, no... Well, of
0: course they have fries. No, fuck chili at Wendy's.
1: Yeah, that chili's not bad.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. It's sitting in that pot all day.
1: That's why. It's cooking, cocksuck. It's marinating.
0: That's not cooking.
1: It's marinating, you fuck. That's what it's supposed to do. You can't marinate chili. Yes, you do. You just don't blow beans in there and give them to your kids. You got to throw the beans in and, and whatever kind of meat they use. Let me tell you something. Chili's is not bad if you're in a rush and you don't give a fuck about what your bathroom's going to look like in eight hours. <laughs> Okay, the other night I went out, I went to do comedy somewhere, and some nights you know you're gonna go home and you can't. No, I'm gonna be honest with you motherfuckers. <laughs> Sons of Anarchy was on FX, but, but didn't come on till one in the morning. That's savagery type shit. And they had two episodes, so that means I had to want one to two and two to three. I'm fucking on my 18th dream by two o'clock in the morning, but I sacrificed it for Sons of Anarchy. So I met two of my buddies, they go, you're hungry? And I'm like, you know what, I'll stall." Where do I go? The only place to go in California, fucking Denny's. <laughs> now, I read an article in Denny's years ago in the New York Times about how they're switching their, their menu to, to help people. And they put the 246 menu, and I was very impressed by that. I couldn't believe it, you know, Southwest is the only one that's not charging for bags, but you ever sit on a five-hour Southwest flight? It's fucking murder, you understand me? You fucking squish there. Denny's is working with people. You know, you go in there and get fries with chili for $2. Let me tell you something, you guys are like, that's disgusting. When you're an American and you're fucking hungry, it's not a bad fucking deal. (laughs) So you know what, if they're doing that for people, I don't see In-N-Out lowering their fucking prices. I don't see McDonald's, oh, well they have the value and the the special cancer package (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They have the dollar menu, which is the cancer package. You just just give them a dollar and they give you cancer. They do, they give you like Ronald McDonald with a turban around his (laughs) head. I swear to God, I mean, I ain't being funny, I'm being honest with you people. But at least Denny's is trying. I was very impressed with that. That if you're an American and you're out of work, you could take your kid to get french fries with chili on it for $2 and a soda and not look like a fucking mutt and leave a tip for the people. You ever see the waitresses at Denny? It's a different demand, it's like the Twilight Zone. If you haven't been to Denny's tonight, take an edible. Go to Denny's at like 1.30. <laughs> before the fucking bar people get out. Anyway, <clears throat> what do you do when you go to Denny's? You're like, you know what, I ain't gonna eat this shit.
2: I'll
1: have a milkshake. How bad could the fucking milkshake be? I had another shake. I sat there with my friends, we talked shit. About 10 to one, I went home. You know what, I still got up <clears throat> at five in the morning with diarrhea. <clears throat> Only fucking Denny's and I didn't have it. I had halibut for dinner at like six o'clock. That was fresh, they just caught it. My wife got it at the fucking farmer's market on Sunday. So it wasn't the fish because I had it the night before. I would have had diarrhea, it was the same fucking fish. I just cooked it the day after. It was still fresh, it was still flopping around. It was still fucking moving in the bag. It was, it was the fucking milkshake gave me the shits. Even the fucking milk they have is bad at Denny's. <laughs> you know, and, and, and me, I, I'm pushing for Denny's, dog. I'm rooting for fucking Denny's. So I can tell you motherfuckers, Denny's is a bad motherfucker if you're poor. If you got no dough, you're gonna, I, And then the cheeseburger. I've had the cheeseburger. Oh, that ain't that's bad. That's gross. Really? It's, it's horrible. The only thing you get at Denny's is breakfast. That's only... And Denny's. even that! I used to go to Denny's with my wife before. The bacon looks like it's sick. You ever... <laughs> You go to a restaurant the bacon is healthy you buy at denny's it's always like you know (laughs) the sausage as you're eating the sausage it ain't bad but it ain't good like you're like this ain't jimmy dean this is like his grandfather and shit fucking
0: you know what you know what the denny's to go to is there's one on sepulveda in van nuys that has a bar has a what? A bar. You can get alcohol at Denny's. That's and, what I want.
1: That's what I want. A fucking hammer at Denny's. Good. That's what I want. Getting a fucking hammer at Denny's. <laughs> now, anybody who knows that area, I don't even know, and I know Sepulveda is a hooker fucking... Oh, ex- yeah. Right. That's what you want to do is hang out. at Denny's is like an all-time hooker fucking hangout. <clears throat> you know, You're I, I on never on picked subject? up a hooker there. But I, I, I grabbed the hooker's pussy out of Denny's in Hollywood. I swear to God, she had bruises on her legs. She sat next to me. I'm eating at 2 in the morning. You're gonna sit next to me. I don't know you. I'm gonna grab something. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? She looked at me like, there's something wrong with me. Something wrong with me. something wrong with you. You're the one that got a bruise on your fucking thigh. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Somebody Charlie horse you after they fucked you. <laughs> How bad of a piece of pussy are you when somebody Charlie horses you (laughs) on the way? Fuck you, bitch, here's your your $12 and shit. (laughs) Speaking of Charlie horses, I got a great guest tonight, uh, the first guy coming up. I got two great guests for you tonight. I mean, fucking, I didn't do it last month, so I had to make up to you guys, so I went out and got the best. I'm like Tony Montana, you want the fucking best? I'll give you the fucking best, okay? And uh, this guy, when it comes to punches and everything, he's one of the best. As a matter of fact, he is the best in the business. How about a big round of applause for my brother, Mr. Herb Dean. Where you at, baby boy? Thank you, my man. man.
3: What's happening, baby? Oh, man, it's hot up here. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice. No, it
1: ain't, it ain't that bad, though. It's not that bad, but it's, it's going to get hotter This shit. Yeah. It's going to get hot. So where are you from originally? Right here, Pasadena. Yeah. You see that, motherfuckers? Yeah, yeah. Pasadena. You know, it's so crazy when you come out of here. Unless if you're Mexican, you're from here. And I don't mean to be disrespectful. (laughs) Like everybody else, I'm from Connecticut. What the fuck? Nobody's from California. It's like being in Colorado. When you see a Mexican, you know they grew up here. Like, like, Like where you're from or you, you know, I just found out something interesting. My babysitter jumped the fence like 18 times before 1988. She used to live in Boston. She'd fly back to Guatemala and then run up and jump the fucking fence and then take a flight from here to fucking, that's my, that's my little daughter's babysitter, so Why? get ready.
0: Why would she go back?
1: Because she didn't want to get a, she had daughters in Guatemala. So she'd go to Boston and work for a year and then take a plane back to Guatemala and then they'd throw her in jail for a month and then she'd fucking escape and then she'd go back to Boston and work for another year. So when you think you're having a fucking bad day, fuck you. <laughs> All
3: right, of my girl and shit. So you're from Pasadena? Yeah, From Pasadena, grew up here. Yeah, love it. Went to high school, Blair. Yeah. Damn! Amazing. And how'd you get into the whole fight game? You know what? Um, I used to do karate. I've always done martial arts. Right there, there was uh, Ed Parker's Kempo. And um, I used to uh, train. Uh, I didn't train Kempo there, but I trained kickboxing. And uh, one of the guys uh, who was on the, like one of the sparring partners, he was in UFC 1. And so we started uh, preparing for those type of events. Then, and uh, one thing led to another. I had a wrestling coach who uh, was a referee. I used to help him out, and then uh, I it stuck. Started doing it.
1: And how long did you do that for?
3: See, I, well, I've been refereeing for uh, since around '98. I've been involved in the sport since since the beginning, since '94. I used to kickbox before that. So right, I've right. always done martial arts. Yeah.
1: Wow. So you've been involved in. I, I looked at the resume. You've you fucking refed everywhere. Like there's not a league you haven't. Oh played. yeah, I referee everything. And some of like the greatest fights at the UFC, you've been there.
3: Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And you were like the the UFC know, the ref of the year the last three years. I can't
3: believe that. Yeah, they have an award for me. That's like they you're really, the really appreciate motherfucker.
1: Yeah, yeah, You know what I mean? Every time, every time there's a fight, tell me I'm bullshitting you guys. Every time there's a fight, you know, some Saturdays I'm I'm blessed that I could watch the fight, but there's some Saturdays I'm fucking working. So I get off the stage and I go to a computer, and I go on Yahoo or Google, and you go on Yahoo and they show you the results, and on the bottom, Dana White blasts Mazzagatti. You know, Mazzagatti is always getting fed to the fucking wolves, but it never says his name. It always has Dana congratulating him for doing it. And then when I read into it the last couple of days, like, he's congratulated a couple, he's, he's, he's been happy that you've been there a couple times during a fight. Like, I've read a couple times that he said in the press conferences.
3: Yeah, yeah, you know, he, he really uh, is vocal about uh, appreciating the job I do. And uh, I, let me tell you, it's not what I expected as far as for being a, a referee. I, you know, I was expecting, a, you know, and I have, I've been booed, and I've had, you know, bottles and stuff thrown at me and whatnot, but uh, I wasn't expecting all this, like, people clapping when I get up and, and you know, uh, Dana White saying I'm the best in the business. You know, it's, it's great, but I, I'm, I'm trying not to get used to it because... <laughs> 'cause you know it could be bottles next week you know Are you go in there sharper like a motherfucker before every fight oh yeah no, yeah i take it serious man it's uh it's almost like my religion it's uh it's it's sacred to me it's like people's uh their lives their dreams their aspirations every fight is the most important fight of their life they've made so many sacrifices to get in there and one mistake from a referee can crush their dreams but at the same time one mistake can some serious harm can come to someone so you know, it's, uh, it's sacred.
1: You know, there's one thing that always get contested in the USC, and that's the early stoppage. Yeah. You know, and, and for the fucking 90,000 million people that haven't been hit, you're the motherfucking first motherfuckers that get up and say something. The people that have been hit know when it's time to fucking lay off. And sometimes, always oh, an early stoppage. I, I, you know, very seldom do I bitch about that because I've been hit. And you don't. You want the. You don't even want to be here. You want them to stop right here. Like if, <laughs> if he stops right here, I'm happy as a motherfucker. That's a great call, dog. You seen. You seen my world ending, dog. You're a fucking psychic. <laughs> and that's one thing. Like I've watched a bunch. Like you're just sharp. You, your shit's just on it. What do you? Is there the same ritual you do before every fight?
3: Uh, no, you know I. Um... I refereed a lot of fights. I refereed thousands of fights. I get in there. I just make sure I go over what my job is, and which is pretty simple, make sure nobody takes any unnecessary injuries, and make sure I enforce the rules, and make sure I remember the rules and go in there and do it. Uh, <laughs> you know.
1: Now, uh, let's say you got a, a guy that's a kickboxer and a guy that's a wrestler. Do you go in there with a, a different mind frame? Or do you go in there the same with every fucking mind?
3: Well, you know what? That is? That's is—that's a good question. So, you know, you try to not uh, base what you're doing on what you think you know about somebody. You know, everything should – you should just react to what you see by your criteria. But you know what? A kickboxer versus a wrestler, I probably will position myself on the wrestler side. So when uh, referees, when we're in there walking around doing this thing, making—we we're trying to be, you know – have a little a nice angle towards the space between the fighters so like a triangle and I'll pick you got to pick one side unless they're mirror stance then that's one open side but usually you got to pick one open side I'll pick the side with the wrestler because he's usually gonna draw the foul he's gonna change level when the kick comes and usually catch a foul so yeah that that I do do that one a little differently
1: one of the things I watch all the time guys this is just because I'm a sick fuck <laughs> is uh, you know I a while, I'm very lucky and I act and when you act, you just don't act standing still. You gotta walk into something or you gotta, uh, and they'll say, right there is your mark, where well, you're gonna stop and then you're gonna start again and take three steps, you know, but you always have to be aware of where the camera is. Very, you guys are fucking great at that shit. Like, especially you, you do the last two fights. You usually do a couple early ones, but usually the motherfucking the last two fights.
3: Yeah, I got lucky. I got to do the last two. You last always, times.
1: always, always, you're doing something towards the end. The big fights, the money fights. I mean, you know where the cameras are, at every different arena. You know, where you never stand in front of their f- sometimes a ref and these guys getting hit. You're like, move out of the fucking way. <laughs> you know, these guys are great. Do you
3: know? Do you well, know? yeah, you know the UFC is pretty simple. They have the same setup just okay. about all the time. Except for now, they got the boom camera. They took out that one front. And now they're using a boom to come in and do that. But uh, yeah, I know where those cameras are, and it kind of—it's in the back of my mind. Uh, Of course, there's some parts of my job that I got to do. Hey, I don't care where the cameras are. But um, if—if I can, I mean, that's—that's one of the things I'm here to do. Is uh, people are not here to see me, you know. So I try to stay out of the way.
1: I've been in fights where I've heard the fucking punch, and like you hear it, dog. You hear the punch, and your heart like goes, boom, and all of a sudden. Let's say you're a normal person. It, it fucks with you. God forbid you smoke pot or something where your mind starts <laughs> running away with you, and all of a sudden your ribs start hurting and you can't breathe. Because I've been there. I have anxiety attacks. I mean, do you know when a do you you already know the sound? Like uh, one of the things is the uh, the Sylvia uh, whatever fight, Frank Me? Oh yeah, Sylvia Frank Mir. Frank Mir fight where he broke Sylvia's arm. You know and, maybe Tim Sylvia, because the adrenaline, he didn't know what happened. You heard the motherfucking thing. Yeah, about. I think
3: he knew what happened. He knew he what happened. Did, okay. He's just that tough. Okay, no, I asked okay. him about it. I actually, I asked him about it afterwards. You know, I said, did you know your arm was broken? Because he... Okay, if you guys have, don't know the story of it, if you haven't seen that fight, the guy, one guy broke the guy's arm. Uh, the camera didn't catch it, and he wanted to continue fighting afterwards. I stopped the fight. Everyone was angry with me, and then um, then Joe Rogan, he saved me. He, saw, he found the replay, showed it, where the arm broke. But uh, I talked to Tim Sylvia afterwards, and I asked him, did you know your arm was broke? He says, yeah, yeah, I know it was broke. So, well, what was your plan? He says, well, I knew I had 45 seconds before the pain got real bad, so I was gonna knock him out with my other hand. Before, before, the, this is no joke. This is him straight from the hospital with his arm in a cast, yeah. You
1: know, because you, you know, you just know. You know, when you talk to baseball guys, they'll say, even if they're looking at the fucking moon, They could know where that ball's going just by the bang off the ball, you know? Anybody watch the Clint Eastwood movie where he plays the- The scout? The scout. Yeah. The end, the movie gets saved because even though he's old, he could hear that the kid can't, whatever, he can't bat, he can't hit the curve. That's what it was, he heard it. The same thing with you. You hear certain things sometimes, you know. Somebody gets hit in the fucking jaw And they're still standing. That was a bomb. I got to watch this motherfucker. (laughs) You know, you never know. I mean, I just watched, what was the one when Rafael Rivera got hit? And he was still standing. And all of a sudden he moved a little bit and he went down. I I forget who hit him. Who? Thank you. You're a savage. (laughs) 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 Fucking Joe Rogan Jr. over there. (laughs) (laughs) I love it.
3: I'm feeling kind of bad. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, brother.
1: Thank you. Uh, Encyclopedias. I love
3: it. Now these guys are beasts, man. Some of the, I, that's definitely one thing is I can't, I can't predict it on how hard the shot was. Because things that, uh, these guys go through things that, you know, I would, I'm like, fuck it. I'm done. That's enough. And these guys take hammers, man. Some of these guys get, I mean, just bombs dropped on them and they just w- walk it off like it's nothing, you know? You know, it's funny. Uh,
1: I try to do as much as I can. I'm a fat fuck, guys. But I believe that you could be a healthy fat fuck sometimes. So I joined this Muay Thai school, and I'm in there since November. I quit smoking, the baby was born. I still hit it twice a week. I like it because I go either 10 o'clock, 2 o'clock, 6 o'clock, or 8 o'clock at night. I really dig it, you know? It's a walking distance from my house. I just never walk. I just, but it's walking distance. People always tell you that it's walking distance, but. There you are fucking driving. Where's the valet part? Anyway. <laughs> and uh, it's weird that I've been going lately and I, I never had a problem there. And the last month, I've had these kids that think they want to be fighters. You know what I'm saying? They got the bad boy shorts on and the nice gloves and the tight, uh, what do you call them, rash guards. And they got gel in their hair. And I asked the one guy, I go, you want to be, are you a fighter? He's like, oh no, I'm a, I'm a school teacher or some shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? and the other mook was rubbing the 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 fucking Thai juice on his arms. I'm like, what do you do? He's like, I'm a nurse. Really? With the fucking Thai juice and all this shit? I mean, you know, and then they get kicked in the head. It's funny that the UFC is great, but at the same time, you're getting these, like when I was a kid, my big thing was Batman. Once I saw the Green Hornet fuck up Batman, that's it.
2: That was it,
1: guys. Fuck boxing. I was going to be the next Bruce Lee. I joined the karate school because that was it. Can you imagine now with the UFC, how many people think they want to be fighters? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. terrible, guys. And it's a horrible situation to think you want to do something and to get clocked in the fucking head where you see stars and moons and, and no more. And then people say, well, when is your next fight? And you just can't say it. You're sick to your stomach. You didn't even want to say it. you know. And then you, now you got to fight. Now you got to fight, and you just want to get beat up so the career ends. It's a terrible thing to get involved in if you really don't uh...
3: if, if your heart's not really into it, yeah. right? Yeah, and you can, yeah. it's
1: amazing how many people now, this is inspiring to fight, but it's inspiring to fight maybe for the wrong reason. Yeah,
3: you, they all, actually, uh, they all show up at my referee school. They show yeah. up and want to be referees, at, you know, and uh, After they get beat up? No, no, before. They, they're smart enough to know beforehand, like, I don't want to get punched, but it's it's a good place to be. I want to be in there somehow, but not getting punched. And so they want to be referees. And so they show up at my referee school. And they have the shorts on, you know, walking around the city with it's the tie shorts on. Shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like that Mia commercial when the guy comes in. He's doing flying side kicks and shit. He throws the kick. The guy cacks. Boom. Knocks him out and shit. He goes down. You remember the first time he got punched hard? I said, what the fuck is going on with me?
3: Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. What
1: was the first time he got punched real fucking hard?
3: Okay, the first time I got punched hard was uh, some older kids came to my junior high, and uh, I think um, I think they were, they, uh, they were jumping some kid or whatever, and I was, they were about to, and then I didn't even know I got punched. I just remember I was on one side of the street, and then I was on the other side of the street, <laughs> <laughs> and I looked over, and this guy was like, "Yeah, <laughs> he was congratulating himself." Yeah. Uh,
1: did you, did you, after you oh, got, Of course,
3: no, yeah, I, I went over there and I, you know, I handled mine, but yeah, that uh, that, was a, that was a very different experience for me. The the first, first I got time I money. got
1: fucking hit real hard, Herb Dean, was a Goju karate class. It was a black school. In fact, the, the, the son is Renato Laranjo. <laughs> Eddie Bravo's black belt is the son. The father's name was Mr. Orange. This is 1970, guys. I'm seven fucking years old. I'm a rotten Cuban kid. I got no dad, my mom's spoiling me. I think I'm fucking Bruce Lee in heat. You
2: know. <laughs> the
1: maid made me, not the maid, I, we had no maid. The babysitter made me turn off Wi-Fi though. not the shit you watch now, but the original. And I hit her in the head with a shoehorn. Right?
2: <laughs>
1: and my mother was like, you need control, you need some." And at that time I had some brawls in the building. I, I fought this Haitian kid, Rudy. And I had him, and his father got in, and the kid hit me, and then my mother chased him with a knife. I had that beat. And then I had a, a, another brawl in the building. I forget what that one was. So my mother said, it's time for you to join karate." It was 1970. Once 71 came, and Fist of Fury was out, everybody. It was that's it. Guys, it was over in this country. I was a young kid. I didn't know the language. I lost my fucking mind. I was in Chinatown buying karate shoes, (laughs) a fucking suit. When Bruce Lee died, that was traumatizing for me. Traumatizing. But in those days, there wasn't no jujitsu. There wasn't no fucking nothing. There was two things. It was like karate, and karate. <laughs> you wanna taekwondo? You had to go to Long Island and shit. There was no jujitsu, it was karate, a little bit of kung fu in Chinatown, but for the most part where I live, it was black dudes teaching fucking those, the black geese with the fist that said Goju and the whole fucking thing.
3: And you went in there was in that movie fighting black kings, right? Which one? You see the movie where the the movie about the dudes in the karate schools from New York, the black dudes who went over to fight no. in the Japanese? The Japanese, said, no, No, you got to watch the movie, Fighting Black Well, kids. the
1: big guy out here that has a disciple is sir, Moses Powell,
3: mm-hmm.
1: the big chubby brother that was throwing motherfuckers around. Like, he, you just come in there, he'd be, like, eating. And you go in his karate school in Harlem, he'd just fucking throw you around. But anyway, that's a complete different story. Vinnie was one of his students, and uh, this was, I walked in there, and I made it to, like, Greenbelt. And I, at the end of the, this guy used to, this is how different karate was then. This motherfucker would make us run around Central Park with our geese on, barefoot, motherfuckers, in the winter, in the fucking winter, barefoot. You know how embarrassing it is to run past your homies with a karate uniform on and then have to see them the next day at school, and they're like, there he is, fucking, fucking Bruce Lloyd, there he is. And now they start, no, it was different, dog. This black dude would make us run in this fucking with black geese on, and there was 40 students, three of us were white. One Puerto Rican dude, I was Cuban, and like a real Irish dude that was crazy. But everybody else was black with the afros, and at the end of class, he'd teach you a technique, you stretch. In those days, it was two-hour classes. It was 3.30 to 5.30, and the motherfucker checked your report card. Oh, yeah. You had to have fucking bees to go to this motherfucker's class. Or he'd whip you with a fucking paddle and your mom would go outside. It was like fucking, what was that movie with Denzel? Backwards. He'd be whipping fucking white kids. Oh, no, no, no. You better get a bee, motherfucker, for black. So he liked me. I was doing a form and stuff and I had a spa. And it was, uh, in those days, you had to go to tournaments. And it wasn't full contact, it was semi. So it was the neck to the stomach, and that's it. And if you kick the groin, you've got the motor to point, and the head, you got thrown off. And this fucking guy kicked me in the fucking stomach. You know, I didn't know what it was called. And I was skinny then, I was just a young fucking Cuban kid. He kicked me in the fucking stomach, the wind got knocked out of I me. Mean, that's the worst thing ever. I remember going home and putting the fucking gee all the way away in the closet. <laughs> well, well, is he not putting a hamper? No need to, I ain't going back there. Let's try ballet, fuck it.
2: <laughs>
1: and I remember she walked me back there. That was the first time, like, I doubted myself. And my mom goes, nothing, you're alive. So what, they knocked you out. Look for the kid today and just kick him in the fucking stomach, you know. <laughs> that's it, that's America. <laughs> fuck are you kidding, getting bullied? Can you believe this shit? So what else is cracking, dog? What's the next fight you got?
3: OK, uh, tomorrow I, I leave for Brazil, Rio. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Man. UFC in Rio is good. Jose Aldo, Korean zombie. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah,
0: I was just going to ask you, um, especially for you, Joey, and the next guest, you guys go to big stadiums, especially Brazil. What is it like when you go in with like, tens of thousands of people cheering? Like, does it, does it fuck with you at all? Or are you at this point, just it doesn't matter?
3: Uh, you know, most of the time, it, you know, every now and then it reminds me, you know, there's a lot of people watching this. You better focus in.
0: Yeah. They're, 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 uh,
3: Brazil is a little intense because uh, I mean the fans, the crowd is intense in Brazil. I like the Brazil, uh, the Brazilian fans because uh, I mean they know the whole thing. Like every uh, everything, you know Bruce Buffer the announcer. Yeah, of course. Everything he says, they say it right on time with him, and oh. they, in English. The whole stadium. <laughs> so like the first time Bruce, I mean, like he was getting all misty. Like they they know everything I say, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was cool, and uh, it's a little intense. Uh, like, I mean they, I mean they grab you for the pictures. I mean they're like yeah. it's yeah.
0: And what is it like? Like does it slow down? Cause I, it, it's so fast. Like they play replays sometimes. Like I didn't see that at all. And like you like you you, you and all the other refs usually like see it. Like does it slow down? Like it seems like it would have to at some point. No, going, I think
3: you're in a moment. I mean, you're right there. Uh, so, yeah, you have the adrenaline where things are slowing down for you also. Yeah. And so, yeah. Uh,
0: that's I cool. mean, it's,
3: it's sometimes a look, you know, we live by that replay. So if you ever watch us, as soon as we stop something, we're looking up.
0: At oh, the, you look at okay. Oh, yeah,
3: we're up there. That's, yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
1: When you're in there with these guys fighting, your heart's pumping.
3: Oh, yeah. Your fucking heart's pumping. You're
1: right oh, yeah. there. Especially People with heavyweights. Smacked and shit. Yeah.
3: Really? Yeah, with the heavyweights, because, you know, in just an instant, something can change. Yeah.
1: I don't know, man. That shit's fucking crazy. I'll stick to this shit. <laughs>
2: That's
1: a tough one. I like what you do. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's amazing. Like I said, it's amazing that they all get tortured. You know, you don't see Big John no more. Mazzagatti, you know, they, they, they kind of like the That's French brutal guy. brutal Yeah, they're brutal. brutal with Mazzagatti. But they torture the French guy, too. What's the evil, evil mean? Yeah. I remember I was in a fight one time, and it was like one of those second or third fights when there's nobody in there. You know, and all of a sudden they're like, the ref, Steve Levine, all of a sudden he's like, Eve Levine, fuck you. <laughs> 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 like, how the fuck do you feel after that? Like, <laughs> And you got to stand there and take it, like, fuck you. And you're like okay you know fight what the fuck? <laughs> like you really like to just call time i go fuck you too <laughs> fuck you man no you ever feel like somebody says something and you want to jump that fucking cage and yeah yeah
3: yeah most of the time it's like yeah well but sometimes it's like you want to tell your friends like could you go find that guy i, mean, I remember one
1: time i went and these guys were going crazy and they had this banner that says, we want to party with Joe Rogan, right? And they fucking were going nuts. They were going nuts, that whole area. And I'm sitting there looking at this. And afterward, Joe's like, what were they yelling about? And I go, you have no fucking idea that they had a banner that said, we want to party with Joe Rogan. That poor guy, you're so involved. I thought that he's looking around too. When you guys, there was something that happened in New Jersey where some chick was yelling. Somebody was fighting and she kept yelling from the stands. And this area was going to fucking kill her. I mean it, it's fucking it gets crazy. And the places that you go to sometimes you think they're going to be crazy, they're cool. Then the places that's supposed to be cool are fucking crazy. And you guys don't see it. You're in I'm in the stands oh, all yeah, yeah, the fucking time. It.
3: So it's different in the stands. Right? Yeah,
1: it's tremendous. It's tremendous. And the farther away the better. <laughs> you know, the farther away the better. And I got pros and cons for that. I've sat in all three fucking sections. And the middle seat, if you guys go to a UFC, get the middle seat, because you're always going to be looking up anyway. Trust me, you're always going to be looking up at the banner. It's so fast. When you go to a live fight and you watch what these guys do, is when you realize, you're like, what the fuck? You know, I can't wait till they have it in 3D for like an extra $9,000. You get like UFC 3D and they shoot blood in your face. How good would that be? like? For- ha, <laughs>
3: What's the future for her? When's the next camp? You do oh, a referee okay. camp. Yeah, yeah, the next one's going to be uh, November 8th and 9th. November 8th and 9th, right here in Pasadena. We do it at my gym, the Fight Academy. Yeah.
1: So listen, guys, let's, we're all family here. Is dark. If you're getting tired of getting, let's say you go to the beach and somebody throws sand in your face. <laughs> if you're getting tired of it, you don't want to do push-ups and sweat. Go to Herb Dean's camp and you'll learn how to fucking do this right. From the other side. You never know. You never know until you go. You might like it. You're sick and tired of getting bit
2: slapped.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, being at a gym with balls on your face. (laughs) You're in that position and that ass is there and you're trying to sweep a motherfucker. Can you imagine? Like I, yeah, I'm going to sweep him. I'm going to stab him. What fucking sweep him? He's got his ass right in my fucking face. You're holding him up and shit. And if I'm if I'm jujitsuing with you and my ass is in your face, that's all I'm going for at that point. I'm not even going for anything else. Fuck it. I'm just going to go backwards and land. Stick around, because this guy's a fan. Coming up, my brother, the, the last... Last comic standing winner, right here from fucking somewhere in California. <laughs> my brother, Mr. Felipe Sparza. Yeah. Oh shit! Up, yeah. It's gonna get good like a motherfucker here now. What's up, fool? What's happening, baby? <laughs> Yeah, baby. What's up, baby? What's up, man? I, I'm happy to see you. I'm happy you're here. I'm this is a first you. for you. Tell the people why it's a homecoming for you to come to the Ice House. Oh, um, they never book me here.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: Unless it's Taco Tuesday, Beef Fry Friday, Slap Your Mama Wednesday at a Black Show. <laughs> No love.
1: What's been going on,
4: dog? I just got back from El Paso, Texas. Oh, shit. Chicos tacos. (laughs) It was funny, man. Like, from my hotel room, you know, I got the bad side. I was staring at Mexico every morning.
2: (laughs) It was, man.
4: I was like, orderly, mami. Oh, man, I got kidnapped. Yeah, man, Oh, you know what's funny, man? I was partying with a Mexican, you know? <laughs> so sometimes i party, I party with a lot of Mexicans all the time, but sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm with a Mexican, he takes off his T-shirt, you know? I'm more Mexican than you, puto! <laughs> and they wanna fight, you know, so I had him deported, man, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say, over there the guy washing my truck. <laughs> Yeah, man. you want to party. Give me, co- give me
1: coke and shit. This time you're clean and sober, though. Fuck man, so. yeah, man. I went straight to my room, man. If, you, you even, and if you were to do cocaine, it'd be gluten-free, vegetarian <laughs> cocaine. Have to be vegan, man. Can you imagine that shit, vegan cocaine, like it's, that's the next level.
2: <laughs>
1: fucking, fucking organic tweakers and shit. <laughs> they don't smell like garlic. They smell like corn and shit like that. <laughs> Have a pipe on one hand, a young coconut on the other hand. Yeah. Fucking amazing, man. El Paso, when you just say El Paso, I get, like, goosebumps. Herb Dean, I used to cause a lot of drama in fucking El Paso. It's yeah, right man. there. It's the mouth of... It's the mouth and of the El. coke is the purest, too, because it just it's came from Mexico. And, they, and, and Herb Dean, I was, I was younger then, and i go there. I'd go to El Paso every six weeks, and they had a condo, and you know what? People would knock on the fucking door. People would knock and go, how you doing? I'm a drug dealer, you need anything? <laughs>
2: They'll
1: bring a bag and a burger. The last two guys, yeah. Hey, the last two guys bought drugs from me. I was just knocking on the fucking doors. There was like two to like, Texas is a complete different dimension when you first go to it. Like right now I have regrets in my life. I didn't join the Marines and represent the country. I didn't go to fucking college in Texas. I, I fucked around in Colorado like some skier. If I, gone t- if I would've gone to Texas after Jersey, I would've been in like Montana. Remember when he said I would've had my own boat, my own golf course? I would've had everything in Texas. Texas is fucking crazy, guys. When when you first go there as a comic, your career goes from, not career, your party career. Like, let's say you're like, yeah, I got cousins, and they let me snort glue one time. And- <laughs> Once you go to Texas, all bets are fucking off. Like everybody, it's, it's a complete, like you go to a comedy club and sometimes they, they go, listen, when I get to the club, I need weed and they go, well, you can be careful in Jacksonville, you know, and you gotta ask like a waitress and she'll say, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then she'll get you like a waitress that's been beat up. You can tell, <laughs> you know, and she's like, what kind of weed do you want? And you gotta drive it to a mother's house who's got her four kids and then you gotta drop one of the kids off and you gotta drive to Orlando to Disneyland and then the fucking pick up the weed. You know, when you go to Houston, You could walk in right after the first show, the Thursday night, somebody will come up to you, whether the owner sends them to you. It'll usually be a Mexican dude with, like, a tattoo and a beard and a fucking... He'll come up to you. A lazy eye. And a lazy (laughs) eye. It's like, what do you need? And you're like, what are you talking about? What do you want? Heroin, coke, pills, jacuzzis, you know? And that's Texas, guys. That's fucking Texas. You know, and at the first hotel they put you in in Houston, people would not, if all you had to do was go to the hallway at 2.15, you were gonna meet like a runway chick that came in, somebody dropped her off. (laughs) You'd meet somebody to mingle with, you know what I'm saying? Somebody you could knock on doors and get beers. I hadn't seen things growing up, but I had never seen how crazy the party scene was until I went to Texas. El Paso's to a different fucking level.
4: Dude, the guy at the front desk, He was taking me to the club. He goes, hey, homie, whatever you need, just ask me. (laughs) So he delivered, like, some weed to my hotel room. And it was, man, the second time, that shit was light, homie. I mean, light! It was like 60 bucks for an eighth, but it was like a gram and a half. (laughs) I was looking for a supervisor. (laughs) Fuck that, man. I gave him a fuck you on Yelp, man. That shit was
1: light! <laughs> and normally I don't complain, man, but that shit was light, big dog. I'm gonna tell you guys... Light. Something. I'm gonna tell you guys... I watching half
4: them in a though but that was cool. I'm
1: gonna tell you guys something, you know, I don't know if you know anything about me. I've been in some trouble and stuff like that, and I've gone to some dark places. But I'm gonna tell you something, all my life, I couldn't wait to go to Mexico. I was always scared that I would go to Mexico, I would just disappear. <laughs> 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 I saw all the movies. You know, when you're a Cuban kid, you have nobody to look up to Rick Ricardo. (laughs) (laughs) When I I came here, that's it. You know, but you see fucking, what's the guy that I like? The guy that played fucking Revenge. He played the Mexican that beats up Kevin Costner's girlfriend and leaves her blind and fucks her and shoots her with like dead sperm and shit. I mean, Anthony Quinn. You know, Anthony Quinn was my fucking idol. Once I found out he was Mexican, my mind almost fucking exploded. He played, <laughs> he played Neil de la Croach in the fucking Gotti movie. That was, as long as he could fucking act, I thought I had a shot. You know, I thought I had a fucking shot, guys. I mean, and then I watched uh, Fools Rush In. No, I watched uh, Bomba, right? I watched the Bamba, right? And there's that scene the Bamba when they go to Mexico in that village and the grandmother cooks the tamales and shit. Once I saw that, guys, I was done. I go, if I go to Mexico, I ain't coming back. Because why? I'm going to get a little fucking tent and one of those little Mexican women to flip cards and look into my future. Don't go out today. Fuck it. I ain't. (laughs) (laughs) Stay home and smoke weed. Fuck it. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) You must be a psychic, abuela. (laughs) I love La Bamba, man. Issa Morales kicks ass in that movie. But I go to El Paso. We go to El Paso as feature acts. Joey Medina was booking the club for $300 to go to El Paso. The plane ticket was 280 <laughs> So you made $20 or you took a bus. For $35 from LA that left at 11 o'clock at night. You pick it up on 5th and Main. Right downtown. And you got there Dude, one in the rápido. afternoon the next day. You had two of them. You show tra- movies in that movie. You, you had Trailways, which was the white bus. People were nice. You got a ticket. You made stops. Then you had the Mexican bus that they had videos in Spanish. They stopped where they want to fucking stop. You understand? <laughs> They'll you pick know. you up at Food for Less. Oh, yeah. They don't fuck around. <laughs> They don't fuck around. I made the mistake because it was it was uh 109 for trailways, but like 35 round trip for Viva Mexico Airlines <laughs> and shit. But you
4: It's funny like if you catch a Mexican bus to go to Colorado, it goes to El
1: Paso first. Go to Wichita, Wyoming, then goes to Colorado. Guys, you want to go on a fucking journey? Fuck all these pussies. Go on a cruise ship. Just listen take like a, eat like a pot cookie and take one of those, uh, take one of those Mexican buses to El Paso. Just take the joint, bring your little fucking half a fat camera with you, do the whole thing. <laughs> and you know what, I'm like the third stop, you can bail. You don't have to stay on the bus the whole way, but you're gonna see what living's all about. You're gonna see what rocking yes. is all about. Fuck you know, your plans. You're gonna see the immigration, walking in the with a dog. <laughs>
4: Waking People Up. Who was the first person you went to El Paso, Texas with? I was by myself. I took the Greyhound bus, 70 bucks round trip, with Ben Creed and some other comrade, I forgot
1: his name. I took it with this black dude that was supposed to be clean and sober. <laughs> 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 I swear to God. he was the whole, son, the whole time I met him, hey, 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 We get down to the houses. Right, so I'm like, looking at this guy, I'm like, you snoring coke? Nah, man, I, I haven't done it. <laughs> nah, man, it's flim. it's Flim. All right, no worries, it's 4th of July week, so I go down there, and sure enough, like, by the second night, I mean, this is the first condo I stayed at, and I'm not kidding you, that's the first time people knocked on the fucking door. <laughs> like, you got up at four, and there was like four people that were ready to party, and like, yeah, we party here last week, and you're like, listen, I gotta get up at six to do radio. This is crazy, guys. And like, the second night, finally, I got a package, And I I couldn't believe how good it was, and I couldn't believe how cheap it was. I was all fucked up then. So what do I do on that? The last show was on Saturday. I bought an eight ball for like $53. This is 1998. The guy gave me a slab. I broke it in half and I hid the one piece outside because I know I'd be too paranoid to go outside and get the other piece. I did it, I stayed in, slept, and the next afternoon I went to the bus with this rock of coke. I'm going, fuck all these people, immigration. Nobody's gonna pull me over on the bus. Fuck these cocksuckers. I get on the bus, I do a blast, and I'm off and running, right? I get on there with like a shirt and like a wife beater, and next thing you know, I had the shirt off and I had the wife beater on, I'm back of the bus.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> and my legs are moving, I'm acting all fucked up. And after about two hours, I'm blasting in the back like a savage. And after like two hours, sure enough, fucking gets pulled over. Three fucking cop cars and I got this slab of coke. Now I'm old school. I've dumped a bunch of coke in my life. Let me tell you something. (laughs) You want to feel shitty about yourself? Dump coke and then get to be a, a, a dry run. You get pissed off at yourself. Why did I dump it? I wasn't dumping this. I decided to snort it all, like, like a soldier. I was in the back of the fucking bus. I had time. I just crushed that motherfucking rock up. They had the dogs out there. Roof, roof, roof. <laughs> I took that, and I had the bathroom right here so I could flush it. I took that motherfucker, and I just kept puffing fucking lines. And I did that whole fucking rock, and I flushed that motherfucker. Hey, you, get out of the bathroom! <laughs> I was in the bathroom when you came, I had to finish. And I sat there sweating fucking profusely, paranoid, the jaw was going, I had to hold it in place. You gotta, get, you gotta get hooked like the jaw with like a missing tooth. You're like, like Jeff Dunham with oh. no puppets. Oh, fuck. I'm a steak. You ever go to Texas,
3: Herb Dean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been to Texas. You ever you got any, ever, any good experiences in Texas? I've had a lot of, nothing like like those. No, no, no. no. <laughs> 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 yeah, but uh yeah, I I have had some good experiences in Texas.
1: Were you there for Houston uh for uh Saint Pierre uh, uh mm-hmm. Matt Serra? That fight?
3: Or one no, one. you know, I I wasn't there for that one. But uh I I've been there for a bunch of different fights and uh Dallas I mean, Dallas was, Dallas uh, is good.
1: Uh, uh, Vito Belfort. Mm,
3: yeah, I and mean, you know, it's all Rich a blur. Franklin
1: in one of those dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been there. for Yo. Encyclopedia man over there. <laughs> Don't just sit there, you fuck. You're all in one. Come I mean, on. I've been to Alabama for
3: fights. That's, that's Oh, yeah, fun yeah, those, uh, yeah, yeah. I've, I've never w- been to Alabama. That was before it was legal. Yeah. No, right. you, I, I would go there to referee fights for uh, Butterbean. Right, would, right, Butterbean. He, would, bean he right. would promote fights. Yeah, yeah. I refereed midgets once. Where was Butterbean today? Probably in Alabama, I'm sure.
0: <laughs>
3: cooking cooking uh, pulled pork sandwiches is what he does. He can fucking hit hard. Yeah, he, you know, what the thing about him is he's fearless. He's, that's why he can fight so good, because he you know, he has no neck, so you can't knock him out, so he has nothing to be afraid of. You can't choke him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you know, when I was young, I could take a punch, and then there was a couple of years that I'm like, I don't want to get punched no more. That's just not my business. It really sucks. It really fucking sucks. I got my nose broken the first time, like in the sixth grade. It sucked. A straight punch, blood everywhere, and shit, it sucked.
4: I got sucked in the ear, like, in seventh grade by some fat goth chick. <laughs> like, I don't know what goth was, you know? A little Mexican kid just got here. I, saw, I thought, hey, who died, eh? She said, your fucking mom. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> My first fighting movie, though, for real, when I first started liking fighting, was Clean Eastwood and Every Way But Loose. Oh,
3: that's a good movie.
4: So that's, like, that's real, right? That's, that's real uh, backyard fighting, huh? Yeah,
3: yeah. People did it like that, right, back then? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think Kimbo. Kimbo. Kimbo
4: Slice. Kimbo Slice.
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that but you just kicked in, Joey, right? No, I'm sorry, dog The fucking Lee gave me a Chibo chew in I gave a Yeah, I gave him one too How you feeling, Lee? I
0: so haven't good. talked for the past half an hour, have I?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> you're high or we haven't let you?
0: Because I'm high <laughs> he, he takes off He says, all right, have a little piece He drips half of it off He's like here And then 20 minutes later, he's like, I didn't see you eat it I'm going to give you another piece. I didn't see him mean it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't do business with this guy. He's not on the cover.
0: Oh, fuck. Uh, uh, I got a question for Felipe. What's up? <laughs> no, I just started dating a Mexican girl, and I just met her mother. Like, do you have any advice for me? Because like, she doesn't speak English, so it freaked me out.
4: You're going to be the co-signer of the whole house, bro. <laughs>
1: I told them that probably. they gonna love you more than any anybody. other guy she dated, bro. I'm telling you, that. To gonna right fucking... now, to her,
4: she's she made it, man. Yep. I mean, yeah, man. They look it's at over. her. They look at her right now behind your back, pinchy homeowner, future.
1: It's over.
2: Oh they're gonna jump away, bro, give a Raider jacket.
1: They <laughs> cooked for him and shit. They gave him fresh tortillas, homemade. Oh, hell yeah, they bro. fucking gave him about meat to go. You might oh, wait, that's the that's you though, what the fucking mother-in-law does for you fucking chicks that can't get a husband. You hear this shit? <laughs> On the first date, the mother made a nine-course meal for this kid. Doesn't even speak the fucking language. And here's where it gets better. Gave him a box of shit to go, cocksuckers. <laughs> Damn. This kid came up here. We ate outside of the car. Like savages. We were putting the meat into the fucking tortillas like savages. But you that's it.
4: Don't break your you heart, bro.
1: How fast did it take you to fall in love? How many nights?
0: How many nights?
1: Tell me the truth. <laughs> I, remember, I, <clears throat> I remember going, guys, I remember going over there and I could see the thing from ear to ear. And I go, what's up? And I was talking to him in some way. He goes, I, 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 I have a g- girlfriend now, you know? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> When did this happen, Lee? I'm telling you, I, 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 I started dating. <laughs> you bad motherfucker. Where does she live at? Inglewood. Inglewood. Oh shit. I always worry about him. Nice guys. taco trucks in Inglewood. I worry he's gonna call me, Joey, come get me. They tied me up and <laughs> they took my car. I'm naked. They put a swat stick on my back. <laughs> they farted in my face. I can't believe it. You put an egg on my chest. Oh my God. So you I'm happy for you, Lee, I really am. Thanks, buddy. You're twenty five, you're a handsome bad motherfucker. You're mobile look at you, you savage you. you. No strip club for Lee. He's Thank done.
2: You.
1: He don't want to go nowhere no more. He's in love, guys, you know. And he don't but you know what the problem is? Let me tell you something, Lee is a sweet guy. They don't even make him like this motherfucker no more. For you ladies that don't want to cheat, there he is. That's the guy right there. (laughs) Dump your fucking boyfriend, put that little pussy in his face, and watch this motherfucker melt. You're all fucked up. That's a catch right there, Lee. So get his Facebook address and (laughs) work on it now. You never know. Maybe he'll break up with the girl and you slip right in and shit. Next thing you know, you're at work singing Aaliyah songs and shit. What else, gentlemen? What's happening, Herb Dean? What's next? You're going to fucking Brazil. Then you come back. Mm-hmm. So that's August 3rd. Right. And then August 17th, you go to Boston. I go to Boston. And that's Chaos Sonnen, Rua okay. nin- Ninja, uh-huh. Shogun. Right. That's a very good card.
3: And then the next card is Milwaukee. I Milwaukee. Mean, you know, before that, I go to uh, Indiana. They do something in Indiana. No shit. Yeah, yeah Indianapolis. Uh, I'm not sure who's on the card, but they have a UFC fight night on Wednesday. So I stay out there and go to Milwaukee earlier.
1: That's cool. So you got to, you're like us. You travel. I, oh yeah, I'm on like a little mini tour. Airports. We've been on yeah. flights yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Who do you see at the airports and stuff like that?
3: Who's the craziest person you saw at the airport? Um. Oh, what's his name? The Hedgehog. Ron Jeremy. Ron, Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. I always, Jeremy. I always yeah, see him. Broke. I always see him. You always see him at uh, at uh, Really? At Burbank. Yeah.
1: Damn. Can you imagine going on a plane with him? You start looking at him, getting all paranoid and shit. <laughs> This might be the fucking flight that goes down.
2: <laughs>
1: Especially the last two weeks, flights have been going down, so you got to worry now. But usually, when flights go down, I go fuck it.
0: He's leaving tomorrow. Why are you saying this? He's finally-
1: I'm leaving Friday. I'm going to It doesn't even. Though? Yeah, doesn't. Yeah. What tough as nails. We
0: fine. What jo- do you think? Joey asked me something on the podcast the other day, and since you're like such a big fan, uh, what do you think about uh, performance-enhancing drugs? Like, does it? To, do you, are you against it for it? Like especially in, in baseball, it's a little weirder because it's just hitting and it's not, but in, like, what do you think about it in fighting?
3: Well, okay. Well, it, it's against the rules uh, right now, and yeah. so uh, well, I think I'm not
0: not just weed, but anything.
3: Oh, well, I wasn't even thinking about weed. Yeah, oh, okay. I was thinking about the I was performance enhancing. I was thinking yeah. about <laughs> 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 I was thinking about um, you know steroids and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think um, we want a level playing field, so we don't want um, people on steroids unless everyone's going to be on steroids. That'll be interesting.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, man, he just ripped that guy's throat off.
1: <laughs> I mean, listen, man, now that, uh, who, is it really true that uh, what's-his-name is out of baseball, Alex Rodriguez? Not yet. Almost. I've seen fucking the kiss. You know what I've seen tonight, guys? I've seen the ultimate kiss of death. And I've got to tell you something. I love being Cuban. I love the struggle. I love that we're in Godfather 2.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, fuck Scarface. Godfather 2 is bad to the bone. Jose Canseco is an embarrassment, but I thought by now he would have been shot in the fucking head. (laughs) He really is. And tonight he wrote on there, on Twitter, somebody retweeted it and I saw it, and I had to fucking almost shoot myself. It wrote that uh, Al Rodriguez, take that, bitch, tits, or something like that.
3: (laughs) What the fuck is wrong with this
1: guy? You know, I, I don't know about sports. I know, that they're all gonna, I know that some guy got caught and he lied. Ryan Braun, yeah. Whatever. Now people are defending him or whatever. I know they have like 60 people that are going to get caught. Whatever. What the fuck brought baseball back? Steroid. Steroids. Steroids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so you sit there and you go, what the fuck? I'm going to go after the people that brought it back. I go after the fucking rats. You <laughs> feel what I'm saying? That's the people. You know they they do. The other day I went to the, and I'm not trying to be funny here. I'm just trying to be honest with you people. The other day I went to the, the heart
2: doctor. <laughs>
1: I did. I, you know why? Because he's got the best magazine selection. But this motherfucker had an old magazine and he had that good-looking black dude, and it says the first NBA, uh, the first gay man in sports. And, you know, and, and it's right there. And I remember when that came out. And this is how I think. I'm like, this guy, everybody's happy for him. But now they don't know, nobody wants to be his teammate. That's just the way it is. Next season, let's, let's fucking see it. The torture, this guy's gonna get in the fucking locker room. What do you think, the NBA's gonna give him his own fucking locker room? Guys, what do you think, fucking black dudes are gonna sit in there from the fucking ghetto? You understand me? These guys don't know nothing, they're gonna be in a locker room with a fucking gay dude? You're gonna start hearing complaints. What are you gonna hear then? What the fuck you gonna hear then? Don't look at me. You guys know what I'm talking about. It's amazing what you see and when what you really see. I remember when Ricky Williams got traded from fucking New Orleans in the heart of his career. That was the first accusation, that he was dressing up like Batman on the fucking weekend. And going, that was the first accusation. And where'd they ship him off to fucking Miami, where he dressed like Batman and Superman together. <laughs> And then he went fucking nuts. It's always, they always send it to Miami. I don't know, I don't even know where I'm going. I, I'm sorry. I should've never ate a Chibo chew, fucking cocksucker. It's just amazing what you see in sports and what they want you to fucking perceive. You know, I can see like with the, with the UFC, listen guys, how many of you guys in the audience, this might be 90 you motherfuckers. How many of you guys really go to the gym three times a week and sit there for an hour and a half. An hour and a half, not go and with your fucking cell phone in your pocket and call your bitch and through a an I- YouTube video. I'm talking going there raw, nothing. An hour and a half, three times a week. Unless you're 20, you gotta be fucking sore. Think about learning three disciplines a fucking week. Think about going for an hour, three hours of jujitsu, three hours of kickboxing, three hours of wrestling, two days of conditioning, 19 hours of fuck. Think about it, guys. How much recovery do you have? So now they have drugs that'll help you recover a little bit, They you recover recovering eight fucking hours. Think about, you know, so unless you walk in those shoes, if the fan always says, fuck it, it's ruining sports, or whatever, whatever the fuck it's ruining. We don't know that side of the fence. I walk to the park with the baby in the morning. I'm fucking sore. You know, I go around the fucking Loop North Hollywood two times, back and forth to the house, I gotta stop by Yum Yum Donuts, and even then, you know, I'm still a little fucking out of it. You follow me? I can't imagine these guys. Three disciplines. Three disciplines. They gotta tie it all together, and then do strength and conditioning, and pray to God they don't pull a muscle, or somebody bumps into them in jujitsu, or somebody, you know what I'm saying, guys? Or you tear a bicep. or so i don't know i always when it comes to that shit i have nothing to fucking say i did blow for 30 years you don't want to hear what i did <laughs> my
3: opinion don't count maybe they have really good diets i think that's that's what they say supposed to have that? A, maybe they have a really good diet you know take good care of themselves <laughs> me or them? them 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 that's how they're able to do that through their nutrition i would take steroids to get funnier <laughs> <laughs>
1: You do, you smoke marijuana.
3: <laughs> I think I saw you take those. You smoke marijuana.
1: That's a not. that's a you Every know, if day. you piss listen, if you piss dirty in the UFC, like like our friend Pat Healy, who's gonna be on the podcast in Portland, you're gonna you're gonna come up hot and the, the Nevada's gonna pull or one of the Diaz brothers came up hot. They're gonna pull your license. Some of us that smoke go <coughs> say, you know, whatever. what I, I don't know. I know sometimes you ever go to the gym and you're not stoned? It's a boring fucking world. You ever go to the gym and you forget to get high and you go in there, and you're like, "Fuck!" But you already got the epileptical and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm over here. After 11 minutes, you're hating life. That shit, that shit don't sound the same, you know. Because usually you got the TV, you got the the iPod, and you got your mind fuck going, you know, and that really helps it when you and you forget how many sets you do and you, you know.
4: Yeah, so, I can't play basketball without getting high, man. Yeah, I, don't,
1: I can't even I think about going to YMCA without being high. It's, that's a dream. I can't even think about going to yoga without eating an edible. I can't hang out with my mom without being high. That's why I can't. <laughs> I'm telling you. It, it's
0: not just yoga. Let's say you
1: eat like a half a chocolate chip cookie, just a half, not a whole, just a half. And you wait 35 minutes and you do like 50 points. Push ups, and then you walk to yoga. By the time you get to yoga, you're on fire. You could could hear like that. And you take your socks off, you take your shoes off, you do the stretches, then they they hit. The dude comes in, he hits the bong,
0: you know, he starts stretching. The gong, gong, not the bong. I don't know how you work out with it, because on Saturday, you gave me a Chibachu. Right when Eddie Bravo got here, I had to walk into the green room, sit down, and I sat and watched Ocean's Eleven with no sound for an hour because I couldn't move. <laughs> I don't know how you do yoga right. and you don't like, get freaked out. like I, I, I don't You know. have
1: two options. You have two fucking options. You could sit there and freak out, Yeah. or you could do something and blow by it.
0: But I can't, like, I can't even move. Like, I, like, it's... But
1: then you should have passed out. You couldn't pass out. If I can't move when I'm fucked up, I just close my eyes and pray. <laughs> right or wrong. That's what normal people do. You know how many times I was on a like quaalude or two and I was like dying to get up to pee and I knew I couldn't get up and I just pee? <laughs> and then the room started spinning and I prayed to God, start spinning, God just put me to sleep. Yeah. And you fucking pass out, you know? You just, yeah. when, you, when you're high an edible, you got two options. If I'm that high, I want to pass out. But if I'm that high that it's just a little freaky, I get up, move around, do something you don't usually do. That's when it really gets freaky. Do the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> don't, even if they're not dirty, just put them in there and wash them. And it's fucking amazing. It's amazing what happens but don't just sit there. There's times it just hits you late. I was telling uh, Lee, well, I was telling somebody that one, <laughs> one time, one time I, 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 did a, I did a tincture at Felicia's house before a podcast at 11 in the morning. I forgot all about the thing you put in your mouth. It's a nice couple came and gave us a bag of goodies and I put the tincture under my tongue and I went home and I went about my life. That night at 11.30, like a commerce casino. <laughs> it fucking hit me. And I had to sit down, but tell them what do you think? I could sit in a fucking commerce casino? You gotta walk, those Filipinos will get you. <laughs> <laughs> those Filipinos, they see a fat white dude sitting there hey, eight bakla. minutes along, buck <laughs> We have we have fat Cuban guy, got A He looks like a fat Scott face. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Herb Dean? You're sitting there going, what the fuck did I get myself into?" Right <laughs> I thought this was inside the UFC. Where's, where's Kenny
3: Florian? What the fuck? Yeah. I, <laughs> I should have got high first, I think. Right? What happened? I should have got high first, I think, right? No, you can't get high. <laughs>
1: you got to be straight. You got go to go down to Brazil. Now, you don't know how many hours. I think the flight's like 16 hours. Anybody? Encyclopedia boy. How, <laughs> how f- orbits? over oh, there? How many? 14 hours, the flight? 20 fucking hours that's a day guys how do you do it you bring books what do Netflix?
3: you do <laughs> you know i, I just sleep Hi. Lee, relax i just sleep i just sleep man I you get sleep on... the whole fucking 20 hours well no i might read a book i read a book or two and then i go back to sleep
1: i can't even imagine being on a plane for 20 hours like i don't have a passport but sometimes it's like for
0: what Did they fly you first class at least
3: Oh, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: no. I remember um, I went to um, Amsterdam with my girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. that was like an 11-hour flight, man. We broke up during the flight, man. <laughs> I'm serious. We landed, and we were not even together no more, staying in the same hotel. Yeah, man, don't take your girlfriend, man. You could break up. And What's we were like, we were, it was a horrible, man. Horrible to break up with somebody on vacation, man. Yeah,
3: that's brutal.
4: And I mean, we were walking down this path, these stairs, and she forgot her jacket. I remember her getting her jacket. She said, oh, that's the nicest thing you've done to me all week. Now nah, I'm not gonna push down the stairs. <laughs> I don't want to carry your jacket with me. <laughs> but it was Amsterdam, though, bro.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. And it ended up a crack house in Amsterdam. Damn. Speaking of working out, that's a, I did like a one sit up for three days, just staying like this. <laughs> when I got up, it was tired, dog. <laughs> I've done one sit up for three days.
2: <laughs>
4: I was sore.
1: Like I have a break right here, but the rest is just cement. Everything. <laughs> what's the coolest place you've been to to do a fight that you've really said, wow, this motherfucking place is banging.
3: Uh, Let me see. It's been a lot of cool. Sydney's pretty cool. Sydney, Australia. You like Sydney, Australia? I do. I like Sydney, Australia. Nice. And what about here
1: in the states? What place have you gone to? I said, damn, I could live here if I had to. Chicago.
3: Yeah, you like Chicago? I like Chicago. Yeah. yeah. You been there? Fucking January. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's it's a novelty for me. It's a novelty. It's a novelty for me. Because I grew up here, so it's a novelty. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, yeah, like, yeah, me, no, yeah, yeah it's yeah, yeah, yeah. completely mm-hmm.
4: different. How about the worst place when you said, damn, man, I, I think this chase going to bounce in this
3: town? No, oh, there's no worse place. Oh. 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 You know, some, there's people who live there. Southgate, Peoria, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I guess the worst will place. Say, El, El Paso was a challenge. You guys love El Paso. El Paso is challenging. It's challenging. What's that? El Paso is challenging.
1: Ah,
3: bullshit! <laughs> I've been to some places,
1: I don't know, I, I don't know, like as a comic, I went, I don't know, how about you? you I've been, been anywhere where you wouldn't go back, like as soon as you're on the plane, you're like, fuck this place.
4: Yeah, probably Modesto, California, man. Ooh. That's probably the smallest airport, man, like the, cap, the, the pilot gave me my bag. <laughs> Outside, there were hookers right outside the hotel room. Like, you didn't have to look up on the internet. They were right outside, old school style.
1: The only town that scared me ever was Midland, Texas. Oh, man. Mm. I went there with Marilyn Martinez. Marilyn Martinez weighed 300 pounds. Odessa. God bless her soul. There was a, she called me at 2 in the morning. There was somebody peeping in her fucking hotel room. Okay. She weighed 300 fucking pounds. Who would peep in Maryland? When the cops got there, you could see the sperm on the window at the glass. It was a a holiday inn that was enclosed, and the pool was in the middle. And you could see, like, the the jizz floating on the pool. It was fucking disgusting. Damn. I'll tell you what. Let me tell you something. Oysters. I'm going to tell you something, guys. (laughs) Anywhere you stop in Texas, if there's three restaurants, two out of three... Are gonna be two fucking places that you're gonna go, holy shit, that was delicious for $8.95. Me, Herb, and fucking the Flying Jew ate dinner. Three of us, and we can't even, we got buckets to go. <laughs> I went to three places in, in that Midland, and all three of them were bad. The worst was the Mexican food. How can Mexican food be bad close to the border? I have no fucking idea. I'm gonna tell you who ran the club. The kid that was married in Houston, that was a magician. That got married in Houston. Jenkins? The, huh? Jenkins? Yes! This dumb motherfucker <laughs> got married in Houston, then told his wife in Houston he was going to open a club in, in Midland and got married in Midland. So what's that charge? What's that called? Polygamy. 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 But you could go to jail for that, correct? Yeah. Yeah. What's the but what's the charge? Polygamy? Okay. So this magician, dumb motherfucker. Who stole everybody's jokes was down there basically he had them confused he said I'll run the club for you guys now the money was straight up Mexican fucking with the hats with the cowboy boots and they would come in and that was their place that they did business in at night so they said fuck it let's buy a comedy club this Bruce Rob Jenkins Rob Jenkins said talk these motherfuckers into a comedy club so he would put you up at the shitty fucking hotel and then you had to do three nights at this place The second night I'm there, as I walk in, he gives me an eight ball of the worst Coke I have ever done in my life. (laughs) He has three eight balls. He gives me one, he gives one to the feature, and he keeps one. Do you know that by the second show, he had already done his eight ball, and he was asking to do mine. I had not tipped in it, because I had a show. I didn't like doing Coke before the fucking shows. It freaked me out. His fucking jaw was going, like, up on stage. and half the people in the audience were coked up. And the second night, all of a sudden the doors kicked open and the fucking DEA raided the fucking place. Thank God I had the coke under the couch. I never had it in my pocket on stage. Not because I'm smart, but because you get sweaty and the shit melts. I don't want you to think, oh my God, Joey's a prophet. No, motherfucker. that shit down. Even if it's humid down there, your balls get sweaty. You got the coke down there, next thing you know, you got to cut it. When it's humid, you got to wait for it to dry. I ain't got that type of time. I'm here for two nights. And that was the, that was the club in Midland. I, I don't ever want, the town scares you. If you've been to other places in Texas and you, and you fly into Midland Odessa, the fucking town was scared, and I have a best friend down there, and he's always telling me, "Please come and visit me." I, I well, not even fucking close. <laughs> How about fun. you, Lee? What's the scariest place you've been, cocksucker? Inglewood.
0: No. Uh, <laughs> right around, it, she told me she's like uh, right around the corners where they filmed uh, film. What's the, the the Denzel movie? Training, Training Day. Day. Training D. They filmed there. Uh, probably not not Israel, but when I was there, I went to Jordan, and that was kind of creepy. But uh, yeah, probably Jordan
1: why was it creepy
0: because like, uh, like, <laughs> you have to walk like you have to walk across the border from Israel to, to uh, Jordan and it's about like a half a mile walk and then right when you get there you have to get a cab to like the nearest city which is like an hour away and the cab driver like we got in and he just like started taking us places he told us about his like he had like eight wives and like he stopped to get tea for like 45 minutes somewhere <laughs> And it was just it that was scary, but it, it was it was cool. But that was that was messed up.
4: <laughs> what kind of tea was it?
0: <laughs> like just like everywhere in the Middle East, they just have like it's like Arabic tea. It's good, but it's like he like he was kind of like the Mexican bus. They, they just he just decided he wanted to stop for tea, and he stopped for tea. <laughs> you
3: know, that that reminds me of a, of a rough place. I'm, I did a fight in India once. Oh shit, that was that was a challenge. Yeah. Where India? India. 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 Huh? India? India, yeah. No shit. Yeah. Did you go there for UFC or just? For the Indian Fight League. It's called the Super Fight League. And it's kind of cool because they do a, they have like a Bollywood show in between. They come out and they do the whole Bollywood thing. <laughs> really,
0: they really do. Are Indians good at fighting?
3: Um, well, they, um, the sport is new there. Okay. So there, there's some who are, they're, they're, they're working on getting their athletes together. I bet you they're a lot better than they were when I was there before.
1: And how many days were you there for?
3: Uh, I think five or six each time. And what'd you eat? Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> I ate a lot of uh, a lot of Indian food. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I would
1: fucking die. <laughs> I hate curry guys. The smell of it. There's a sushi place that I love. All you can eat. Tremendous. Helen, the owner, she's Korean. She's a freak. She let you touch her titties and shit.
2: <laughs>
1: like when you say hello, you can leave a hand there and squeeze a t- shit. <laughs> You just take the squeeze for the business. You know what are you gonna do? <laughs> Things I, are bad. It's nineteen dollars. All you could eat. Fucking squeeze my tit. Which she's banging. She's like fifty-four. But the place next to it is a is a prairie place. I can't take the smell. I get fucking dizzy. I, I really love. Can.
4: I love Indian food, man. I know. Curry is like mole to me, man. It's disgusting. Felipe,
0: it's disgusting. What, what do you think about hummus? Tell Joey what you think about hummus.
4: I love hummus. man. I'll fucking stab both of <laughs> <fucking>. you. <laughs> I, go, uh, I, I I get sure. that um, jalapeno cilantro, hummus.
2: Yeah.
4: Start watching Hatfield and McCoy.
1: <laughs> Listen, I don't mind being a vegetarian. I, vegan, I'm vegan. I, when I was in Boulder, there was a lot of vegetarians. I don't know what vegan is. I don't know a breakdown. <laughs> this is what I think is all right. You don't want to eat meat because you don't like fuck. I get it. I get it. You want to eat chicken once a week, and you want to eat lettuce and shit. I get it. It's that other shit that they make believe. Like, They'll do a fucking Tredunkin, uh, a, a they'll take a tofu and make a turkey out of it and invite you over Tofurky. for Thanksgiving. Let me tell you something. If you don't if I bite into that turkey <laughs> and it's tofu, I will fucking snap. <laughs> I will I mean, I would not even want to see my face. <laughs> I would not I would just imagine. I would just fucking imagine. Like when I get hot and sour soup. The first thing I do is I just throw the fucking tofu out of all of it. I just sit there and pick all that shit out of it. And that one place I go to, I stop because they slice it thin. They thought they confused confuse me, those cocksuckers. <laughs> Fuck them. No more fucking lunch special, those cocksuckers. And I go to the other place. You don't like soy riso and eggs, tofu? Jesus fucking Christ, no. Vegan Big Mac? No. I used to go to a vegetarian place in Boulder. I forget. It was my favorite of all time. When I was in the halfway house, I would eat that three times a day. They had this tea that would make your hairs stick up like you did fucking speed or speeding pills. (laughs) It was amazing. You'd be eating breakfast, and all of a sudden, your hairs would go (laughs) They canceled the tea, and the town of Boulder went crazy. They got a petition to bring it back. That's how fucking good the tea was. But they used to have a gazpacho in there, vegetarian gazpacho, fucking tremendous. They had this thing called uh, a Swiss granola. You ready for this from Herb D? Frozen vanilla yogurt, strawberries, blueberries, bananas, and a bed of granola with fucking seven grain toast with butter. Are you fucking kidding me, or what? <laughs> Sounds like a hiking trip. I'm telling you. <laughs> I love all that shit. But the other deal, the, the stuff you eat, you make believe that food is fucking whatever, I, I can't do it, Felipe. You like it? I love it, man. And you're never gonna go back to me? Never, man. Never gonna go to King Taco. At I'll go over there, man, but just to take the sauce home. <laughs> you don't miss a good fucking steak? Hell no, man. Tell me the truth. I, I mean Tell I, me the cause truth. You know, cause I think about how hard it is for,
4: to come out now. You know. Come on, what? Come like, on, you know, Bleeding out of my ass and shit. No. Fucking with a hemorrhoid. Right now. You have never been saddened, but you got a blowjob wearing one of those hemorrhoid seats. <laughs> You're not comfortable on that hemorrhoid seat getting a blowjob, man, you start
1: crying, man. Why would you get... <laughs> You're why fucked, would you get a hemorrhoid seat? Why would you get a hemorrhoid seat? That's all, but why I decide, sometimes to it's rub your side hemorrhoid s- on the pillow and move your hips like that and oh. shit. So. so you leave like a little trail, like a lizard to go and shit, like, like a snail. As she's sucking your dick, you just rub your ass <laughs> on the like, pillow.
2: Oh.
1: <laughs> it's funny when I tell
4: people. When I tell people, you're vegan, you're so fucking fat, bro. <laughs>
1: What the fuck you eat, crobs, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> so what's it like for breakfast at the Felipe's Plaza House?
4: Well, man, let me tell you, man. I eat, um, just, um, I get, um, n- um almonds, and I put water, spinach, kale, bananas, and then the, the, um, the almonds and the banana make, turns into milk, almond milk. Then you have a badass shake, bro.
1: Te <laughs> And then what's the mid-morning snack? <laughs> good well, so mid morning, shut up, cocksuckers. <laughs> What's the minute? He's showing you his world. In the morning, and for, I... for lunch, I just eat like, you know, like
4: a bean burrito, you know, with avocado in it or or just that tofurky. Now, hold bacon, on. Tempe you bacon. just
1: go to fucking 7 Eleven and get a, a, bean, a can of refried beans. No, Taco Bell. Yeah. Get a bean burrito with no onions and no cheese.
0: <laughs> boom, vegan. For people who, Oreos are vegan, man. I'd be tearing up Oreos. For people listening, Joey's... I don't, I don't think Joey's going to be friends with you after this. He looks <laughs> so pissed off. <laughs> he's a Taco Bell, and it looks like he's going to kill listen, you. Listen,
1: listen. I just understand. I understand. I'm not going to be mad. He's you know coming from a guy to do coke off a toilet.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: coke off someone's ass. And now
1: I'm like, hey, man, does that shit have butter, bro? <laughs> 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 So what's for dinner at the Felipe house? That's a yummy one.
4: A pasta, Chinese food. Um, no,
1: no, no. But what's the pasta? Hit me.
4: It's like wheat pasta.
1: Oh, damn.
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> with olive oil, onions, you know, bell peppers.
1: No tomatoes. Shit comes off smooth
4: food? like Dairy Queen.
1: No tomatoes. <laughs> oh, no I, tomato tomatoes. I, don't fuck, I
4: don't fuck with tomatoes, man. No shit. No tomatoes. <laughs> And when do you eat tofu? Tell me how you eat tofu. Well, there's, there's two different kinds, man. One, you could just crumble up, or you can make it taste like um, scrambled egg. There's, there's another one, you crumble up, you could taste like ground beef. Well, it tastes like ground beef if you forgot what ground beef tastes like, you know what I mean?
3: Why, why no tomatoes?
4: Joey's about to pass out. <laughs> like, I have to listen. I have to be a fat pig, man! It's fatter than this? I, used to, I remember, man, going to going to McDonald's all high, and I always ordered a Big Mac for 99 cents. Yeah. i just go, man, can I get a double cheeseburger, please? With Big Mac sauce? <laughs> and add some lettuce. <laughs> That's a Big Mac for 99 cents, player? <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> I'm a fat boy. I still, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a meat guy at heart.
1: I can help, help you save money. Herb Dean, how's your diet? Talk to me about your diet, brother.
3: Uh, only meat I eat. I, I do eat fish, but uh, other than that, no, uh, no meat.
1: Me too, like fish.
3: No meat at all? No, I eat fish. I do eat fish. Uh, no chicken? No chicken. N- just straight up fish. Just fish. And what's for breakfast at your house? Uh, let's see. Uh, depends. No it's different eggs. All the time. Oh no, sometimes eggs. Yeah, yeah. I do. I eat some. This morning I had some uh, uh, chopped up some mushrooms and some. Some onions and all that kind of good stuff. And what's yeah. for lunch? For lunch, what did I have for lunch? I have prunes. I don't think I don't, <laughs> I don't think I ate lunch. I didn't eat lunch. <laughs> uh, prunes are
1: fucking good, man. <laughs> prunes are. <laughs> I like prune juice on Al-Tero the rocks. A of prunes. That's some good shit. That one juice. I usually delicious. have wahoo fish. Wahoo fish tacos. What's that? Wahoo fish tacos. Wahoo fish tacos. What'd you eat today, Lily?
0: Uh, they went to some place called Kookaroo or something. I got a chicken Caesar salad for lunch. Oh man! Sorry, I was excited. Yeah. But you almost it looks like you got dizzy when he said prunes. You like almost like you went dizzy in your seat. Oh me?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's just from being a kid. I loved it. I would drink prunes like a motherfucker when I was a kid. I just loved it. That one label. I love all that stuff. Prune juice, pear juice. I just don't like all that stuff now. Like that stuff just. I couldn't drink a kale shake with cucumbers in it. <laughs> it would fucking kill. And I, and I know it's great for you guys. The carrots and the beets, it's gotta be fucking great for you. Straight up. I, the kale, the lettuce, I just can't do it. I could do the juice all day. Like if you told me 30 days of pineapples and peaches and grapes, I'll do that shit all day long. It's that kale that would kill. Me.
0: If you hide it with the fruits, it's not bad. You just have to put a bunch of fruit in it. I don't fucking hide nothing.
1: I got, <laughs> you still got to put it in the goddamn blender Throw you know some there. peanuts in there Mint Peanuts. Make it a nice shake You know I forgot how good peanut butter was Peanut butter is my oh, Peanut butter a bomb man Peanut butter is really the death of me My wife told me She goes you know the last time we got peanut butter You ate that motherfucking four days My wife gets the light <laughs> Listen there's some things that I understand You got to cut in half we're getting a little older, you know, sometimes you gotta eat the turkey. Peanut butter's peanut butter. Fuck you, half light. You have light, peanut butter tastes like dick. All that shit. <laughs> peanut butter's something that's supposed to taste like Jif. If you don't get Jif, I don't know what to tell you. Don't come over here. Don't come to my house. And I'm 50, I don't want the crunchy shit. It hurts my tooth.
2: <laughs>
1: I want the creamy shit. Fuck you with the crunch and whatever. I'm a peanut butter freak. Sometimes, you ever just been hungry in the middle of the night? And you're thinking about a lobster tail and steak. And you're thinking about watching your freezer thinking about the sauce. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you're like, you got a loaf of fresh white bread and brand new peanut butter and jelly in that refrigerator. And that brings everything back to normal, don't it? <laughs> like the anxiety goes away. Like you were thinking about getting up and cooking and marinating a steak and marinating and microwaving and cutting up mushrooms and onions. And that all broke down to fucking a jar. A squirt. Because now I got the squirt jelly. Fuck you. And just putting the bread together. And that's it. You're good to go. It's amazing what life is all about. Talk to me, Herb Dean.
3: What's the future? The future. <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: You know, yeah, peanut butter. And uh, you know, I do the same thing. Fights, man. Fights. and hanging out with my kids and all that kind of good stuff, yeah. I'm happy you came down here tonight. Thank you hey, very man. much. Thank for you. Thank you, you for having me on. Where
1: are you going with? Relax. We ain't done yet. And, for, and, you know, I don't know if you guys just came for the first time. I don't know if you, you see the resemblance. We're fucking brothers. I mean, all four of us are brothers, but me and Felipe, we go back to the second week I was in this goddamn town. And... Uh, We've just been there for one another since day one. Day one, man. You know, I'm sure... That's right. Oh, day one, man. I'm Hanging sure out with you. That. Smoke a little toots to talking. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is... This is... This is how tight I am with him. And he knows this, that we could write our own biography, and then we could sit down and put a... And we could probably put out a two-inch book about our escapades on the road and just go... Like, right now... Twelve years ago, where would where would we be on a Wednesday night, looking for crack on the floor? No. Walk <laughs> coyotes, man, Montebello. Every Wednesday. Gotham's. Daily Planet. The budget was yes. like, The budget was like three hundred bucks. You came by, you picked up a thirty. If you came by, a free drink, ticket, and a meal. And that's what it's all about. And then when I had a room, he come by the room. Tuesday nights was the blue. Tuesday the blue nice. sapphires right there in O'Hambra. Who the fuck you people think you're dealing with? Some fucking the novice Rick's Burgers. That's what happens when you eat peanut butter. So Tuesdays was that. Th- Friday and Saturday was Rudy Moreno's The Brave Bull. Right now, The Brave the Bull, Bull, Bull in fucking O'Hambra with three, 19 different rooms. There was a riot in there one night. They had one room with animals on the wall. <laughs> fucking tremendous. So this is yeah. how back we could just write a book about this. Me and Rudy, he used to book a room. In, in Tucson called Bugsies, Bug-sies. they're they not got. dope there too yeah they had tremendous du- <laughs> if you showed up with a bug on Wednesday night they'll let you in for free that's how crazy this place was and the hotel they put you in you could smell death in the hotel <laughs> like, you know <laughs> crack hose, the rooms didn't lock there were always bodies under your bed oh my fuck! and I went back there like eight years ago now I'm lying to you people. maybe five years ago I went there the hotel, they redid it. It's like that Tucson flavor now, like very southwest. But 10 years ago, oh, my Ten God. 10 years
4: ago, that's where Gabriel Iglesias got Virginized in Tucson. With me. Remember that shit?
1: With me. He was on the plane with it was me. the first time, man. Yep. He didn't
4: even know what. He just smelled. He he, he he still smelled like the trash can at Red Lobster at the airport. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he man. a virgin, man. He didn't know what bad smell he was. He was a young
1: fucking kid. And he thought, Wednesday, I'm a man. Every Wednesday, we had to go down to Tucson. Every other... But every, it, was it was funny, those huh? Those days you went to Tucson, Rudy liked you so much, and the gig paid $150. $150? Oh,
4: 150
1: It was probably $39 flight. It was $150. You left Tuesday afternoon, and you came back that Thursday, Wednesday. the first flight. Thursday, because the gig was Wednesday. That was a big um, six-foot-seven Mexican fool, Alex. He had a stroke. He had this fucking thing behind... You ever see those Mexicans that had those bag of fat behind their neck.
4: It was fat, man, oh like, uh, he was, like, like a little lunchbox oh back God, here. people, when you see it, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he was walking with that one homeboy that had been shot at nine times and runned over. God, this
1: was a crazy- But
4: I'm still here, life. big dog. <laughs> this, was,
1: this was something that I used to go down there and go, wow, this is- uh, like, I forgot about Gabriel getting the virginized down
4: there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the first time he ate chocolate,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but it was funny huh Wait, <laughs> next
1: week, next,
4: like, oh I'm at home I got bumped I was supposed to be at Ontario improv, but I got bumped oh, shit. yeah, so I'm gonna be at the uh, ontario improv in De- december thirty first New year's Eve and the first week of um of January 2014, I'll be in P in um, what that place with the with the damn. Somebody come and assisted my girlfriend. Nah, no. I'll be in Gary, Indiana, at the casino over there doing a the casino. So if you're in Chicago, tell your friends. That's the home of Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, man, and Kirby before
1: Puckett, the, Before they fucking went down the tubes, that was Gary, no, Indiana, was a Kirby bad from Minnesota. fucking place. And that's it, brother. Lee Sayat, what's crackling in your world? You're not juicing no more. You're in love. You got a new job. He's he's got a a girlfriend. Look at him. He's all fucking... (laughs) 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 Here's the thing. Here's the beauty about this, that Lee is the sweetest guy in the world. And right now, you're fucking... Who's your dream girl, Lee?
0: Penelope Cruz. I that would right.
1: like her. Oh Jesus Christ! Let's let's say Penelope Damn! Cruz. <laughs> That's my chick, homie. Walked in here, walked in here and wanted to fight in your Same face. Something. You wouldn't take it because you're in love. It's never I re-
0: gonna happen. And I respect it could that. happen,
1: bro. I respect that. <laughs> I c- it, it could, could happen. happen. It can never ha- no, no, no. And I respect that. I respect that you love your girlfriend.
0: It's not even the girlfriend. Herb Dean, can you teach me a move that if you try to get a girl to fart in my face, I can just like... Herb
1: Dean ain't going to get you out of way. you got to swallow it, bro. Don't bother oh. Herb Dean. What I want to break down to you is that now, because the word is out there, this is not going to end. a website. This is not going <laughs> to end. This is not going to end, end till you take a little fart to the face.
2: Okay, and then...
1: You gotta swallow it. Let me ask you something, guys. It's a we're family night. It's it's. You know what I'm saying? Like this is what we're doing tonight. We're family. We're right here with you. We're the fireplace. We're sitting around. Half of yous ate a cookie. Half of you are drunk. Half of you want to go home. Whatever. <laughs> the best thing about this, this is family. We're all in this together. We're not away from you. Is there any woman here that wants to take a shot tonight and fart in Lee's face? <laughs> Just take one for the team. No, no. no, Stop with the leads because you're adding pressure to the poor fucking kid. It's like, when he, it's like when you shoot a foul, if you shoot a free throw, and there's people with the flags jumping up and down like that. That's who you guys So, Is there any woman here tonight amongst us? We're family. We're family people, seriously. Anybody anybody here that had next? Anybody here that had like, or you could eat lunch, or you got some premenstrual farts you want to let out? <laughs> That's because I got a wife. I Yeah, you know what I'm saying? A little queef. <laughs> a little something. Nobody wants to take one for the team. None of you guys want them to have... ain't that girlfriend. bad, bro. You, you just swallow it, bro. Follow that fu- Once you feel that far, bro, you just look at her and go, man, you did eat my cheesecake. <laughs> Lee, now, eventually, what I'm trying to say to you, Lee, maybe not tonight, But in the future, you're going to have to take a fart to the face. Even if I'm not there, a girl's going to come up to you. (laughs) A badass girl, I'm telling you. There's a badass girl somewhere that you're going to get off stage. You're going to head to the bathroom. She's going to fucking grab you in the bathroom. She's going to put a mop in between the door. (laughs) And just like, uh, what's his name? Sonny Black. Sonny Sonny in Bronxdale. She's going to look at you. And you're going to go, eh, excuse me. And so you're going to look at you and go, now you can't go.
0: There's no way I'm doing it if you're not there because you won't believe it. No,
1: yet. I won't. No, you'll come out. Trust me. I'll, I'll believe it. Because you're not going to wash your face and you're going to be crying. And you going to tell me, this is your fault. You started it. I, I would not be in this position if it wasn't for you. I, 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 I. Just so you guys know, I gave you the offer, ladies. You're talking right now. There's Thank one guy you. there looking at his girlfriend, going, "Go." <laughs> you do it in the house. Just go for it. Fuck it. We ain't gonna tell nobody. It's us. It's it's 90 people. Take a chance.
2: Huh? He said,
0: "Loves in the air." Loves in the air. Yeah.
1: Uh. That's very nice, very, very, very nice That's what we want over there in the fucking corner We got nice family of people We him some dirty half a fruit over there We're Taking his dick out And whacking off on another man's leg In the corner <laughs> there You disgusting motherfuckers Even that thought going to your head See me, I go to psychotherapy I'm, I have a trash can next to me when I get those thoughts and I don't even open the email It goes right in the fucking trash can You understand me? <laughs> A fart to the face goes through, but everything else. <laughs> guys, I'm happy you came out tonight. Thank you. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Thank you to the whole team, Felipe. Thank you. Thank you man.
0: Hey. If anyone's seen the documentary that Joey and I did, I want to say we've said thank you to Felipe on the phone, but he was, a, like, the biggest donator, the and he really thinks. So, so thank you very much, oh, Felipe. And
4: you You're welcome, to- bro. Anything. That's right. Thanks for having me
2: Joey.